This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Jeff Rieger. Another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for Monday, November 27th, 2023. Hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving Day weekend. What a weekend, by the way. Holy smokes. If you're into sports gambling, which I happen to be into, this was the best weekend to gamble. And hopefully you don't lose all your money. Oh my goodness. I bet and I bet. I'll just get personal with you very quickly before we hop into Michigan, Ohio State. But my wife and kid were out of town. They went to Cleveland for the holiday because I had to work all weekend. I had to work Wednesday and Friday and Saturday. So I found myself when I wasn't working on my Barca lounger, watching sports, using my gambling app, eating pizza, drinking beer. It was fantastic. It was phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. I love my wife and kid, and I'm happy that they're back. And I was very glad to see them. But for about three days, all I did was gamble and work, and gamble, and eat, and work, and gamble. And I'm happy to announce at the recording of this podcast, I did not lose all my money, just most of it, but not all of it. So I kind of feel like I'm ahead of the game. Anyway, what a weekend. What a weekend. There's so much to talk about, but the biggest thing that we have to talk about, of course, is Michigan-Ohio State. And before we even get going, maybe I was wrong. I put a lot of emphasis into the sign stealing. Did a whole podcast, how I thought it definitely helped. Got into an argument at the morning show with John Jansen on Friday, how I thought it was beneficial to the Wolverines, and maybe it was. But you know what? There was no sign stealing over the weekend. There was no Connor Stallions. There was no Jim Harbaugh. And all there was was the same old Ryan Day. Think about this for a second before we actually get into the game. Ryan Day from Ohio State, good coach, right? He's only lost now seven times. He's been to the CFP. He's been to a national title game. He's won the Big Ten. He's beat Jim Harbaugh once. Like, he's a good coach. But I think Michigan broke him. I think he's not the same dude that he used to be. And I think evidence of that was earlier in the season when they beat Notre Dame on that last second drive from Kyle McCord. Do you remember what Ryan Day did after the game? Where's Lou Holtz? No. 
Like this guy needs to prove to you so bad that he's tough. He's hard. I guess he just can't be himself. And the imposter Ryan Day trying to prove how tough and hard he is becomes crying Ryan Day. And now he's lost three in a row. Michigan wins the game 30-24. to 24. It was a great game. It really was. It was a sensational game. And we got to focus on so many different things about the game. However, we start with crying Ryan Day. Because he'll tell you he spent the entire year thinking about this game. But then you watch him coach the game and you say to yourself, no, he didn't. Like Ryan Day could not have had it any better. Think about his advantages. Jim Harbaugh suspended for three games. You don't have to go against Jimmy. Sharon Moore is 37 years old. He's done a great job, but you get to go against an offensive coordinator. Who is not Jim Harbaugh? Michigan was shamed for this cheating scandal. Chris Partridge, their linebacker coach, was fired. Connor Stallions, the low-level staffer behind it all, had to resign. Like, all in all, this was the game that Ryan Day should have won. This was the game. Talented team, you go to Ann Arbor, you prove that the only reason way they beat you was because of the cheating, and you move about to the CFP. He didn't do that, though. He had every advantage in the book, and he ended up losing. And it's how he lost. Like, you cannot go into this game and be as conservative as he was. He's so soft. I'll give you examples. Second drive of the game for Ohio State. Nobody had scored yet, so thus a 0-0 game. Michigan punts the ball to the Buckeyes. Buckeyes moving down the field. They get to their own 46-yard line. It's fourth and one. Fourth and one. You got yourself a high-powered offense. Travion Henderson at running back. One of the best receivers in all of football. And Marvin Harrison, you got to go for it. You're not punting the ball. What do they do? Punted the ball on fourth and one in the game from damn near midfield. By the way, the punt was awful. The 30-yard punt. So you got about 30 yards out of the deal. So Michigan still started from their own 20. Like, what are you doing? Where's the aggressiveness? You cannot say, well, it's all we think about. We're going to do everything possible to win this game. And then you punt on fourth and one from your own 46? That's soft, man. I thought you're supposed to be hard. What do you think Lou Holtz would have thought of that one? But I got more examples. End of the first half, Ohio State trailed 14 to 10. They're driving down the field. They start off on their own two-yard line after a great punt from Michigan. There's 323 left to go in the half. So you got a ton of time. You got one timeout. They started going. Kyle McCord hit Marvin Harrison for 44 yards. Then the weirdest thing happens. Ohio State gets to the Michigan 34-yard line. It's going to be a 52-yard field goal to pull them within one point. Now, mind you, their kicker, Jaden Fielding, has never kicked a 52-yard field goal, ever. What did Ryan Day do? With 32 seconds left and one timeout left, he let the clock tick, tick, tick all the way down to three seconds. 
set his kicker up for failure. Fielding actually hit the first one, but Sharon Moore wisely iced him. Second one, live bullets. Of course, he meanks it. No good. At the break, Ohio State trails by four. Could you imagine what a momentum turner that would have been if the Buckeyes scored a touchdown? If Ryan Day didn't get so afraid about giving Michigan the ball back? You got a great offense. You don't want to go for it on fourth and two at least. At the least. Get your kicker a little closer. No? Ryan Day, dude. Come on. I don't believe you spent all year preparing for this game because it sure in the hell didn't look like it. Another thing. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best receiver in football. You agree? Best receiver and athlete on the field. You agree? Of course. You only get him the ball five times. Five catches, 118 yards, and a touchdown. Now, that's a good day at the office, but it's not good enough. And Ryan Day should have force-fed 18. Or as Gus Johnson calls him, Maserati Marvin. Now, Marvin Harrison did say after the game that what Michigan did with their safety pulling down was some of the best defense he's faced all season long. So, kudos to the Michigan Wolverines and Jesse Minter, their D.C., I guess. But all in all, you got the best player on the field. And you only find a way to get him five catches. Look how productive he was with five catches. You couldn't find a way to get him more. Ryan Day. Despicable. If you're a Buckeye, you got to want this guy the hell out of there. Every advantage going into this game. And you got outperformed, out-aggressived by Sharon Moore. Like, look what Sharon Moore did, all right? He's 37 years old. Ryan Day is, what, 44? He's an offensive coordinator. Ryan Day is the world famous, they kept saying that on the broadcast, head coach of the Buckeyes. Sharon Moore in the second half in the third quarter calls for some trickery. He's got Donovan Edwards, the running back, completing a pass for 20 yards to Colston Loveland. First drive to start the second half, he's bringing in Alex Orgy, sitting down J.J. McCarthy. Orgy runs for a 20-yard gainer, leaves him in, runs for two more yards. Like, those are moves that make you want to win a football game and make you think that you're going to win a football game. Those are moves. Ryan Day punting on fourth and one from your own 46. That is despicable. But I'm not the only one that thinks Ryan is soft. I'm not an island here. I'm not. Did you happen to hear what Roman Wilson had to say? I want to play you this audio. Roman Wilson, the fine receiver for Michigan, caught a touchdown. And by the way, people are going to say it's a controversial touchdown. It wasn't. Joel Klatt kept yapping and yapping and yapping, saying, oh, my God, that's an interception. Now he fell into the end zone, he crossed the goal line, he had possession, and then the Buckeye defender ripped the ball from him. It was not a pick. It was reviewed. Buckeye fans were pissed, but it was a touchdown from the get-go. But anyway, getting back to the softness of Ryan Day, all right? I'm not the only one that believes he's soft. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Roman Wilson, who caught that touchdown pass, was asked post-game if the Buckeyes under Ryan Day have gotten tougher. Take a listen to this answer. It is phenomenal. State made a big deal this year about being more physical. Did you get a sense no. that they were more physical? Definitely not. I mean, like, I told the receivers this whole week, like, you got guys back there, like, <clears throat> this is the thing that I thought, too, like, guys who you want to put on, like, the Louis V, like, the $1,000 outfit, like, you want to act hard, but when we're out there, like, they're not hard. Like, I see the film, like, you're not tough. Like, and I don't think I'm the toughest guy in the world, but, you know, I'm out there, I'm getting physical. Like, I don't think they wanted it like how I wanted it. How about that? They're not tough. He called out the whole Buckeye team. They just want to wear the Louis Vuitton stuff and $1,000 outfits and act tough, but they're not really tough. And he even admitted, I'm not the toughest guy, but they're not as tough as I am. But I have more. I have more proof that Ryan Day is not tough. He's soft. Sharon Moore, after the game, had this quote. And it's going to go under the radar. People will focus on Roman Wilson's quotes because they're salacious and awesome. But Sharon Moore said this. Quote, I would be doing them a disservice if I tried to be conservative. Unquote. Telling me that's not a shot at Ryan Day? That's not a shot at Ryan Day. The handshake at the 50-yard line, I mean, it was okay. It was fine. Sharon Moore looked a little disappointed, I think, in Ryan Day that he believes maybe Ryan Day started this whole thing against Michigan, which a lot of people believe. Ohio State had every advantage to win this game. Will Johnson, Michigan's best cornerback, got a pick early on in the game off Kyle McCord. He missed the last quarter and a half with a lower leg injury. Couldn't take advantage of that. Zach Zenter, Michigan's all-world right guard. I mean, a horrific leg injury. So bad that TV would not even show it. Now, thankfully, Zenter's going to be okay. But man, it was brutal to see. But maybe you thought to yourself, okay, another bit of adversity against Michigan here. What happened right after that Blake Corum 22-yard touchdown run? A combination of Michigan overcome all the adversity that they face, all the negativity that they face, all the outside noise and name calling that they face. Nothing stops this team. I feel they love adversity. Now, you don't want Zach Center to get hurt, obviously. But every chunk of adversity that Michigan faces, all they do is overcome it. Meanwhile, crying, dying. I said crying, dying. Crying, Ryan on the other sideline. Goes into his little shell and can't coach. I got more info, by the way. And then I have more stuff to say. But do you know that Ryan Day, we make such a big deal about James Franklin being a garbage coach and he can't beat good teams, but yet he makes a whole lot of money, wins 10 games every year. Ryan Day is James Franklin. James Franklin is Ryan Day. Now, Ryan Day, of course, has had more success and has been to a CFP national title game, beat Clemson, when Trevor Lawrence was on that team. So maybe I should take that back. But do you know Ryan Day is one in six for his college football top five opponents? 
as the Ohio State head coach. One and six. Michigan, of course, was number three ranked on Saturday's game. No Will Johnson for the last quarter and a half. Zach Center gets injured. Sharon Moore in for Jim Harbaugh. All the shame that Michigan had to go through. And Ryan Day still can't beat the Wolverines. Congratulations, Michigan. You broke them. You broke them. Now, there is a chance that what happened last year happens again this year. There's a chance that the Buckeyes sneak into the CFP. They're going to need a whole lot of help. They're going to need, like, Texas to lose. They're going to need Washington to beat Oregon. They're going to need Florida State to lose. I feel I'm missing teams. They're going to need Georgia to beat Alabama. If all those things happen and the Buckeyes are the best one-loss team left, then, yeah, they could get it as the fourth seed. And Michigan, by the way, could be the one seed. So could we see a repeat Michigan-Ohio State the first game of the CFP? That'd be cool. If you're a Michigan fan, don't be afraid of Ryan Day because he's just going to lose again. Just beat him again. And if you beat him in the CFP, you will literally end them and him. He will get fired, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. But I I do got a a couple other things I wanted to hit on before we let you go here. Rod Moore, he was the kid that picked off Kyle McCord for the game winner. Final drive, McCord throws the pick. Do you know Rod Moore is from Clayton, Ohio? It's an hour west of Columbus. Buckeyes never recruited him. He played in the game in 2021 and nine tackles. But I would say Saturday's game was better for him, considering he comes away with the pick. Hey, Ryan Day, you probably, maybe you should have recruited the kid. So good for Rod Moore. That's awesome. The other thing, and this is on me, people. I fully admit this. The other thing is I got duped again. Now, whether you'll admit that you got duped or not, that's up to you. But I got duped. Michigan looked like shit against Penn State. Still beat them. Cook throw the ball. J.J. only threw the ball nine times. Cook pass protect to save their life. They still won. They didn't look all that good against Maryland. They still won. J.J. McCarthy, before Saturday's game and not throwing a touchdown in four games, five games, a month. I was pretty convinced that Michigan was going to lose the game because maybe they weren't cheating. Maybe Ohio State was better. Maybe J.J. McCarthy's not that good. I got duped again. Same thing happened last year. Remember last year, second to last game, they lost to Illinois, or they beat Illinois, rather. 19-17, to Blake Corm got injured in that game. Do you remember that? Next week, they went to Columbus. And everybody's like, oh, my God, J.J. McCarthy can't throw the ball. Oh, Michigan's going to lose this game. J.J. threw for three touchdowns and, like, 270 yards. Same exact scenario. Michigan did not look good against Penn State. They did not look good against Maryland. They haven't looked good for a little bit of time now. Didn't even look all that great against Purdue. So I thought maybe the Buckeyes come in and upset the Wolverines. Nope. J.J. McCarthy all of a sudden healthy. I can't tell you how many plays he kept alive with his legs. And then when he had to make throws, he was 16 to 20. Man, he made some NFL throws. J.J. McCarthy made some big-time throws. Some big-time throws, including one to Roman Wilson for a touchdown where he split two defenders. 
Now, Michigan only converted on three third downs. But going back to the aggressiveness, they were three for 12 on third down, but they were three for three on fourth down. Ryan Day and the Buckeyes, of course, were zero for zero. So I thought J.J. McCarthy was great on Saturday. Absolutely great. And I got duped once again. What else do I have for you? I think that could be it. Hell of a win for Michigan. Now they go on to the Big Ten title game. They're already a 23-point favorite against Iowa. That's a win. And now you see what seating they'll get in the CFP. And if this could be the year with Jim Harbaugh coaching, that you win your first CFP game. This is the best team they've had in three years, without a doubt. The other thing, too, by the way, is Michigan fans are going to love it on Saturday in Indy when Tony Petiti, the commissioner in the Big Ten, who suspended Jim Harbaugh, is going to have to hand the trophy for the Big Ten to Jim Harbaugh. That's must-watch TV. If you can only watch two minutes of that game, make sure it's at the very end when Michigan beats Iowa. And Petiti's got to hand that trophy over to Jimmy. That's going to be fantastic. So that pretty much does it for the daily ticket. Michigan wins again. Ryan Day is broken and soft. And I can't believe he's still going to be employed at Ohio State, but he will be. And Michigan moves on. And against all the odds, all the doubters, all the haters, all the critics, even me, I've talked my amount of shit against them. Doesn't matter. All they do is win. Connor Stallions, no Connor Stallions. Jim Harbaugh, no Jim Harbaugh. Who cares? Just Michigan wins. And it was pretty damn impressive on Saturday to see them beat the Buckeyes yet again. That's the daily ticket. We'll catch you tomorrow. But before we let you go, I do want to remind you, please download the daily ticket wherever you get your podcast. Follow, rate, review. And I'm happy to announce that I have picked the three contestants. We're going to do it on Friday for the first inaugural ticket trivia. It's going to be on Friday. It's going to be three daily ticket listeners, watchers, if you will. They're going to go against each other. I'll be the game show host. And the winner gets to take on Stoney for the grand prize of them all. The chance to take down the tickets morning show man, Mike Stone, who, by the way, is very knowledgeable in sports. So if you want a chance, and we're not going to just do it once. We're going to do it a ton. Maybe every two to three weeks. So if you want a chance to come on the Daily Ticket, play some Detroit Sports Trivia, I'll, of course, be the game show host. And then go against, if you win, a ticket personality. All you got to do is rate, review, follow. And if you'd be so kind, just so I know who you are, send me a picture on Twitter. Rieger1984. It's on your scroll below. R-I-G-E-R-1984. Send me a picture that you followed the Daily Ticket or subscribe to the Daily Ticket. And I'll do my best to get you on the Daily Ticket. And we'll do some Detroit sports trivia. So Friday, look forward to it. I look forward to it. Friday's the first day. Friday is the first time we're going to do this Ticket Trivia. Hopefully it's not a done. I have to contact the three people that I chose. So we'll do all that. But in the meantime, comment section below, is Ryan Day the softest head coach in the history of the world? I kind of think he is. Did you see how he was crying when Roman Wilson caught that touchdown pass? Man, he looked very upset. There were reports that he was crying leaving the tunnel. Actually, they're not really reports. People called up my radio show. I did. I was on Saturday after the game and said that. I don't know if that's true or not. We even brought that up. 
But my goodness, Michigan has Ryan Day's number. Ryan Day is like John Cooper. He's just lost to Michigan less, but he cannot beat the Wolverines to save his life. It's all mental for him, it seems like. Anyway, that's the Daily Ticket. We'll catch you tomorrow on a Tuesday. Got some good Lion stuff for you as they lose on Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. We'll get to it. We'll do it tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.